I'm Scott Jennings, and today we're talking about Lose the Guilt, Mark It Up. Executive Summary. Contractors deserve to be profitable. It's necessary for business survival. A perceived exorbitant markup shouldn't be fretted over. Mark it up. The disclaimer. The disclaimer here is that, well, profit is markup is fee. Here, that's not really the case. If you go and you read the accounting rules or the definitions of profit and markup, they do vary, so go check it out. But in the use of the terms here in this article, they're all the same. So low bid wins. At time of bid, under many procurement mechanisms, low bid wins, right? And part of the process in developing a bid is the fee or the markup. So it follows, obviously, that to be low bidder, you got to drop the fee to as small a number as possible. Usually, this quote-unquote, I gotta, I got as low as possible on bid day, then becomes a catalyst for maximizing markup during the project. Look at the whole. Most contractors will make a global decision that, I want to make, say, 6.5% profit on this job overall. So on a unit price bid, it's likely that the profit is spread out over, you know, say, 50 bid items. That spread's not going to be consistent. For example, maybe you marked up the overall job at 6.5%, right? But it's likely that every bid item on your job is not going to be marked up at 6.5%. Some bid items are done at or below cost, you know, so maybe something costs you a dollar, so you probably price it at a dollar fifty instead of costing you a dollar, and you price it at say fifty cents. So some of the bid items are done at or below cost, while others may be at double the job fee, hundred percent over, even two hundred percent over the job fee. These adjustments in unit prices they're a function of cash flow, right? Because early items on the job are marked up higher in an attempt to get cash positive, or Sometimes we adjust the, the balancing of the pricing on the actual bid items based on quantity discrepancy. So items expected to go over their bid quantity are marked up, while items expected to fall short of their bid quantity are bid closer to cost or maybe even under cost. That's another subject, but you catch my, my gist, hopefully. Life isn't fair. The hard truth about assigning fee is that most owners probably want a contractor to make a fee. That's probably true. But these owners aren't saying that, well, we want you to make a fee, but what's the least amount of fee you can actually make because I'm having to pay for that. So owners usually want a, a minimal fee, which will allow for survival. Well, surviving isn't thriving, and 99 out of 100 businesses would probably answer that I'm in business to thrive, not just to survive. So I would welcome a healthier fee, which allows me to have stable cash flow and healthy cash accumulation or reserves for growing my company. So, all right, Scott, whatever, you know, bottom line me, please. All right, well, the bottom line is that as a contractor, there are two main reasons that you shouldn't feel guilty when charging an excessive fee. Number one, owners will usually do absolutely everything to minimize your fee when possible. And two, 1.4% to 2.4% profit is not thriving. You know, take every opportunity to increase fee and to leave your guilt in the rearview mirror. You know, according to the Construction Financial Management Association, the average pre-tax net profit for general contractors is between 1.4 and 2.4%. And for subs, it's between 2.2 and 3.5%. That is surviving, but that is not thriving. And when you're getting paid late, you know, by the time you actually collect this massive fee of 2.4%, you've lost it in just the cost of money or, you know, there's a hundred reasons, which is a whole other article in itself. 
my story. I was recently talking with a friend. That's the reason this subject came up. His client was feeling guilty about marking up a line item on a bid. Oh, this is too much. You know, this is a $20,000 markup on this subcontractor line item. It's not going to take me $20,000 to perform this work. Well, no, that's true. It probably isn't going to take $20,000. It probably takes $1,000 to do the assistance needed on this particular line item. So what was this? This contractor was thinking, well, let's only mark this up $1,000. Well, that's $19,000 short of you know this component of the fee that needs to be on this bid item. So uh, this thought process of marking up this particular item $1,000 versus, versus $20,000, it, it's nonsense. You know, bidding a job is about the global markup. So this anecdote I'm sharing with you now has to do with this particular component of the global or project fee that this specific item received. You need this $20,000 on this bid item plus the $5,000 on the next one plus the $15,000 on the next one. It's this accumulation of fee over all the bid items that gets you to the overall profit fee of if you're bidding at 6.5%, then, then that would be the number you're trying to achieve. I also had a personal experience in my own business. Of course, this was early on in my business. This behavior stopped after getting punched in the gut once or twice or a hundred times. You know, where I was feeling guilty about marking up some some work too much. I liked the client. You know, I didn't want to take advantage of the client. So I was like, nah, I shouldn't mark up that much money. Well, that sort of feeling, it goes away when you have to win jobs at 0% to 3%. And then owners fix your markup structure during the work so that, again, you're just being really just clamped down on fee. Or an additional punch in the gut, which most contractors have received, is just losing the entitlement battle. You're doing something obviously outside of scope, at least in your mind. And this extra work is just you know, not given merit by the owner. So you're out of pocket two grand, 20 grand, 200 grand, millions of dollars. The bottom line, part two now, is that, you know, make money and as much of it as you can, when you can. There's going to be plenty of times you're going to have to donate your services. It's these handsome profits on projects that, that must backfill the philanthropic actions that you took because you either felt guilty or made a business decision to more or less buy a job and build a pro bono. Work safe. <music>